Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of Area 51. Hey, 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 what's up everybody for all the two people who are listening to this podcast. You're talking about my fake account? <laughs> and my mom. <laughs> well, my name is Rahul. And I am Sanjay. And we are going to be your hosts for today. Uh, and hopefully the foreseeable future as well. <laughs> Rahul, we're not going anywhere with this. It's just us. We don't have money. <laughs> can't we can't get any fancy you know joe rogan kind of folks to to host it all right cool we are, we are debating way too much so what's this podcast about so area 51 the first question that anyone's going to have when they look at this uh, when they hear about this podcast is be like why area 51 is this going to be another conspiracy podcast no it all stems from the fact that the term that uscis has given to us indian nationals not just indian nationals anyone who is here on a visa is an alien and that is something that has pissed the shit out of me for many many years when we thought we'd start a podcast to talk about immigration and other problems that we as visa holders go through here the first name that came to me was area 51 the supposed place where aliens are stored in us <laughs> you want to actually tell anyone who's listening how we came across this idea about starting this podcast <laughs> well not just two of us i'm sure anyone here when they meet their friends when they meet any other visa holder the first question that comes up or uh, a big discussion point is hey man what visa you on did you get picked in the first lottery or the second lottery oh oh my god day one cpd oh shit are you finishing assignments on time uh, or it's more like uh, oh you planning to go to india or oh, did you get your visa appointment or like uh, is your passport expiring in the next 6 months and <laughs> Dude, i mean like you story man we were like literally drinking couple of weeks ago in boston sloshed out of our at 4 in the morning instead of checking out girls on instagram i am on cgi.federal looking to see if the chennai consulate has opened up slots <laughs> that's pretty sad man it is it is and uh, did you know there's like a telegram group for folks to like exchange visa availability slots you know exchange? among exchange as in not exchange like just let other people know oh yeah, yeah. dude i'm on that i'm oh, on you're that. on it yeah i'm I, on I, that group how do you think yeah. i went to india last month oh <laughs> God, yeah, I saw I saw the group and I've seen like there's like 78,000 folks on it all for a visa slot. Yeah. But it was worth it actually going to India after 5 years. Oh yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But uh, you didn't bring back any cool snacks so I'm I'm not too happy with you. The visa officer the- who let me in was very happy I didn't bring any snacks and I think his <laughs> happiness was what that mattered to me. It's more important than yours. <laughs> Got any snacks? I was like no. And then he paused and he looked at me again. He sized me up and down. He's like no. No semi-liquid meats or pickles or anything like that. He actually said the word pickles. Oh wow! And I was like, no. And then he just looked at me, just incredulous. <laughs> It's like, and then he's like, the fuck? You went to India and you came back without anything to eat? You loser! <laughs> he's like, okay, granted. It's almost like he was expecting you to commit a crime, isn't it? <laughs> Speaking of crimes, what is our? What a segue, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was intentional by the way going back two steps wasting the nice opportunity that sanjay has provided to segue into our episode <laughs> why are we doing this podcast so essentially we thought we'd uh, talk about the problems that we face here on a visa why and about a couple of things that could have been better and uh, maybe at the end of the day 
educate the folks listening in on uh, the immigration problems that were going on. Hell, I wish I had known about a couple of them before I moved here. So maybe uh, the folks listening in who have yet to move or who've just started their journeys, maybe this might help you navigate your journey better than what we did or what our peers did. And uh, as you can tell, there's going to be some uh, humor thrown in. So at the end of the day, if we can make you guys laugh a little bit, at the same time, educate you a little bit on the immigration uh, scenario in US, it would probably count as a win for us. Yep. Plus the fact that uh, Indian education is a laughing joke, uh, especially in the higher ed. Uh, this is pretty much our continuation of that theme for the rest of our lives. <laughs> All right. So so let's focus on what, what the first topic is going to be for our uh, first episode. Right. So... Instead of starting off with the heavy uh, immigration stuff, I thought we'd start on a lighter note today. So I picked a quirky topic. Crimes committed by Indian nationals or Indian immigrants in US. Amazing. And for those of you listening, it's not that uh, we took a deep dive into understanding why all of this happens. It's just a growth hack because uh, true crime podcasts seem to be the most uh, heard podcasts on Apple and Spotify. And uh, we just figured like, you know, can we combine immigration and crime together? It's like, oh, let's do this. There's no better example of jumping on a bandwagon than what we're doing right now. <laughs> Pretty much anything that we, we would end up doing on this podcast would be something along those lines. So what's what's the first uh, case? The first one. Okay, fine. Listen to this. Your mind will be blown because <laughs> mine was in New York. There's this guy. His okay. name is Sukhpal Singh. He and four others broke the statue of the most peaceful man in the world, Mahatma Gandhi. They smashed the statues outside a temple or something, okay? And they spray-painted two words on the rubble. And the first word is kutta. Okay, that's that's the Hindi word for dog. Yeah, so you want to guess what the second word is? Gandhi? No, dog. What? <laughs> they literally spray-painted the Hindi translation and then transcribed it into English just in case someone couldn't understand what it is. <laughs> Smart, they I mean, more if you're doing it, you might as well come up with the second word, right? I mean, they, they were worried. A lot of people don't understand Kutta, right? You know, we are in America. Yeah, after they're just standing, they just wrote Kutta and like, bro, mm. what if someone doesn't know what it is? Smart, long-term thinkers. So, but they got caught. So they're in prison now. <laughs> well, never mind. I'll take back the long-term. <laughs> you, you want to know how they got caught? Uh-huh. So they had two getaway cars parked down the street. Okay. okay. The only catch was that one of them was registered to this guy's name. What a group of people who are becoming CEOs of Fortune 500. You'd think that we are way smarter than we actually are, right? So Don't all they... the police had to do was just look at the CCTV cameras. These are two cars. And they're like, hey, okay. let's just run it and see who it is. And they're like, whoa, it's the same guy? <laughs> oh my God. That's yeah, sad, dude. Just, like, I, was, yeah. I was pretty shocked. Was, it's, it's pretty sad that... Yeah. After everything, uh, years down the lane, the most peaceful man of India, you go and break break his statue. And hate crime committed by sound from India. That's just pretty interesting. That's number one on the list. I think we're going from increasing to decreasing order. Not that there's any bad. I mean, it's, just, it's just stories. Like, we're just talking with stuff that we came across. Yeah, but, but for this. I, I did my research. This was the first thing that stood out and it start, started off my list with that. So. Well, I'm a bit disappointed, to be honest. Like, those guys, like, our folk are supposed to be usually much more smarter. They'll have some, you know, super smart... This is why you need cycles. If it was India, we wouldn't have been able to catch it because they would have gone in cycles and driven away. Yeah, because the cops are too much of a belly to actually run and chase them. And... Also, it's middle of the night, so I don't think anyone would have been there in the first place. Okay, well, still, let's see if something better comes up. What's, what's the next one? Next one, okay. So, an Indian national in New Jersey. Everything okay. seems to be in the Northeast. Pretty funny, okay. Dude, New Jersey is like... <laughs> 
the equivalent of Bombay, I think, right now. Like, Edison, <laughs> New Jersey, you would find yourself no different from, like, going to... Uh, I, I don't know what... It was like I stepped into a whole new world. There's like pawn shops where you can give $1 and get pawn. Listen to the name of the store and I swear to God, I did not make this up. It's called Bahu and Begum's Sari Shop. What? What a st- I feel like uh, uh, it's a shop next to Charminar in Hyderabad or something. <laughs> that was the name of the shop, dude. There's like, there's like dosa shop. Literally, I walked down the street in the morning. I crossed okay. and I got, I went and picked up dosas for my family and went back home. First, like oh, I was man. in India, dude. It was like whole different, whole awesome. different vibe out there. I still yeah, love it. Like it's like you stepped into a whole different section that's like completely isolated from like the rest of America. Yeah, there's there's a similar place in in LA. Um, it's called in Los Angeles where you know my wife and I we used to live. It's called Artesia, and most folks call it Little India because it's the oh, same nice. thing. It's like you go there, it's filled with Indian stores and restaurants and like Indian stuff. The only weird thing, the food's great. I mean, like, it's the, probably the closest thing to getting actual, you know, food from home. Like, it tastes and everything. And even the service-wise, it sucks. So, but the weird thing I found, like, all sucks. the... Did you just say the service sucks? Yeah, the service sucks. Like, <laughs> I processed it a second late. I mean, that's normal, right? That's normal for Indian restaurants. Wait, wait, so the big question, do you yeah. tip? Uh, depends on my mood. <laughs> Dude, I went to India, right, last okay, month. Okay. The bill was like some 2,000 rupees. Okay? And I was like, okay, okay. fine, um, 10, 15%. And I matched that like right here. Oh but my dad, God. My dad is like, are you crazy? Just take it back. And he put a 20 rupee note there. I was like, what? Dude, you've become too American, bro. I said, living here in the US for all this time. But, dude, we spent like some 2,000, 3,000 rupees. The 1%. <laughs> The look of absolute astoundment. Like, I'm like, I'm like gone off my rockers or something. It's like, are you crazy? And like 20 rupees and put it there. And the waiter's really happy. I was like, damn. That's just crazy. Oh, shit. But yeah, no, that's how it, things are back home. It's funny. I saw a, a TikTok video recently about one guy, one Asian guy talking about when you go into like, like Chinese restaurant, always look for the ones that have like three and a half stars on Yelp. Like, you know, just about the food will be awesome. It's because all the white people give reviews. The food's great, but the service sucks. The waiter didn't come to me and offer me, you know, sparkling water. <laughs> uh, those folks are like, you're getting the food. That itself is a big deal. But Chinese restaurants, they don't care about their, this tip, dude. Holy shit. If you don't match what they do, they'll come there. They'll stand there and like match yeah. what we want. That, that happened to us, actually. When we uh, it happened to me, too. It happened to me, too, once. It was like, it was a group of, I think, five or six. Okay. They, they list, right, 15%. They calculate yeah, yeah. people there. Yeah, yeah. So I picked the bare one, which is like probably 15 or something. And okay. they're like, five people, is that all you want to give? So many we had, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I was taken aback. It was the first time happening to me. I was like, okay, then I just went along with it. Basically, yeah, you, just, you, you fell for the intimidation. I fell for it. Because uh. the first time someone's come back and said, hey, give us more. Like, <laughs> like, damn. See, for that year to get my wife, she's like the greatest negotiator on the planet. <laughs> like when, when my mom came right here, Paru, me, and my mom, we went to this restaurant here. The food was horrible. Like it was bad. And we were like, oh my God, we made such a bad decision coming here. And it is a highly rated restaurant. And the service is, of course, like horrible. And like, you know, during the build time, I didn't tip. I didn't tip. 
and now whoever's listening for things of me as you know one of the stingiest on the planet whatever i don't care you get an extra salty flavor when you order food <laughs> no no thank god they brought the bill after we got the food and <laughs> probably took the food and like spat on it like 100 times yeah. and brought it back no we like we we just paid the bill they gave the receipt and i didn't put any tip and we walked out okay and After suddenly the lady, hello, you didn't you didn't put the tip. Paru goes on and is like, it was a horrible service and it was absolutely terrible food. We are never coming here back again. That's why you're not getting any tip. On. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Okay, now I know. Yeah. It's not just me who's scared of my wife. Everybody can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Indians would go to that restaurant again. Just say the name so that if anyone's looking at this, they're like, okay. No, I I don't want some lawsuit against me for you know. <laughs> Libel or scandal like it's against some restaurant. Let's just leave it at that. Okay, I have got one case that I want to talk about about like you know cool Indian immigrants doing crimes. And this dude, I mean, we Indians are generally so competitive. We like to be on top of everything. But this dude just eats the cake and the icing and the bakery and everything. This guy, okay, was if you know anything about cryptocurrency, you probably heard of Coinbase, and he yeah. was a product manager at Coinbase and he got caught by the security exchange commission for doing insider trading on cryptocurrencies like he knew the fact that you know 24 hours before Coinbase launched some new coin or crypto he had asked his family members to buy the stuff and he made like Damn, close to are you a million dollars okay <laughs> this is the first case of insider trading in crypto you know somebody that somebody scored for and it's an indian guy and he was on an h1b visa Damn. he was on an h1b visa i mean are we really good at tech if we're not caught for the first tech crime can you <laughs> that's a good one that's a, that's a really good one i mean yeah. come on dude i'd rather someone from our community get caught for this than for like a random stabbing or something it's more up our alley isn't it <laughs> We're so good at tech. We only get caught for that. So what? He's in prison now. Apparently, he was trying to flee the country. He was flying out of Seattle or something, and when they went and caught him, God, wait. Uh, wait, his family—they had to return the money, or they kept it. I don't know about that. Ishan, I mean, seeing how people now, it must have automatically been wiped out. As a- <laughs> That's that's possibly true, yeah. <laughs> the state where it is. That'll be like so sad if you're like some 500 Ethereum coins or something. Finally, the judge his hearing comes and they're like, "So what's the value? Are right now it's at like five dollars." <laughs> that's so sad, dude. This, I mean, are we, are we with this podcast? I think we're totally destroying the narrative that we are smart people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he made a Can million you? bucks, dude. Let's let's not forget that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so wait, how did they get caught? How did they find out? That's so, what I'm just reading this now. Ishan, Ishan, WhatsApp or something, and they yeah, look probably they read it. Yeah, repeatedly tipped the timing and content of upcoming listing announcements to his brother and his friend. To his brother, shit. Yeah, I mean, brother still understand. Friend, like Indians, we hate each other, man. We never <laughs> let each other get rich off of each other. It's like, oh, dude, how much are you making? Hundred k? Oh, that's, I'm making hundred and twenty k now. Lamborghini. If I had an insider tip on Ethereum, I'd text you. <laughs> and I'll ask you to buy for my brother also. I won't involve him. Might as well keep it in one place. Maybe, maybe that's true. Yeah, he finally got caught. I don't know how he got caught. Maybe some. That's crazy, dude. Shit. Mm. So this is ahead of these announcements, which usually resulted in an increase in the assets prices. Nikhil Wahi and Ramani allegedly purchased at least twenty-five crypto assets, at least nine of which were securities, and then typically sold them shortly after the announcements for a profit. The long-running insider. Trading scheme generated illicit profits totaling more than 1.1 million dollars. Damn. 
That's crazy. Well, clearly he had money because I just looked it up. The, they had to pay like a one million bond to be released on bail, and I think they oh, met. Wow. Oh, okay. You know how they were caught? Jordan Fish, who hosts the Up Only podcast, tweeted shortly after that he found an ETH Ethereum address, a wallet address that apparently purchased hundreds of thousands of dollars of tokens of the tokens listed in the report ahead of it being published. Oh, okay. He he found that after all that happened. Okay. Not oh well. Yeah, you can you can track the ledger, right? To see. Yeah, so yeah. You, you can find out who's bought what. I mean, this dude did that for a living. He was a product man, so he obviously understood crypto. Yeah, right. I mean, the whole USP is that it's so visible out there and it's like decentralized and you can keep track of it. And then he got caught because of it. Goes back to this whole thing. Like, we are not so smart as we think we are. That's too bad. But yeah, at least the first big crime on an H1B, at least that we know of. And also the first ever insider trading case on crypto by an Indian. Yeah, baby. We are there. We are out there. Hey, you know what we should do? At the end of it, we should give like rankings to these guys. Yeah, we yeah, should. Like, you know, who came first, second, or third? Uh, how do you rank something like that? Like, what, what are the, like, you know, the criteria for By it? pure awesomeness. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so succinct, bro. See, when you hear it, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> impressed. <laughs> Coming to that, like, is it legal to trade on crypto when you're on H1B? It yeah, is, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So they is. haven't really introduced that yet. I okay. think for stocks... Day oh, trading, yeah. you, you can do swing trading. You can't do day trading. So basically, okay, you, okay. if I buy a stock today, I have to wait for one day. No, I can make like two two uh, day trades per week. Robin oh, Hood, oh, yeah, yeah. two day trades per 72 hours or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's a week and then they have a cool down period where it resets and you can start again. But uh, oh, okay, so the best okay, thing okay. to do is... So that swing. means you can buy and sell stocks and... You can, you can. The best thing is swing On an H1B visa. Yeah. Okay. The Makes actual sense. term is swing. You buy it, hold it for one day and you sell it. You can do that. That's allowed. Okay. And uh, so, for a day, you need uh, to have a PR, also $25,000 in your bank account, I think, for you to be qualified to do day trading. Yeah, for day trading, you need you need like 25K. Yeah. Yeah. Robinhood and all, they have 25K. I don't know about like Schwab and other stuff. But yeah. yeah. So you so, can technically yeah. own and play with stocks while you're on a work visa. You can. And, and that day trading limit has not been implemented in crypto yet. Yeah, okay. So I can literally yeah, sell a coin like 100 times a day. That would have actually been a good hedge in the last couple of years for somebody who knew about it. I mean, that would have smart. It's been, it's been swinging up and down like a crazy seesaw. You can see, yeah. Even if you had some money, timing it right and selling it, this thing would have actually come up with a couple of grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That would be cool. I did try my luck during this whole 2020-2021 thing. I just lost a ton of money. That's that's all that happened. And <laughs> my, biggest, least, my biggest thing was uh, the uh, Dodge coin. Oh yeah! I bought a yeah. shit ton. It went up. I made like a grand, and I thought okay. I was being smart, and I pulled out. And then okay. uh, you don't pull out too soon. <laughs> <laughs> pull out game. That thing went up to like some two hundred k, dude. What I my oh mind is I just waited for like uh, weeks or I think it was one week. I just made a thousand bucks. I was so happy that I just I just took it out Thinking myself ever since. So. Although my my everyone else who waited too long they lost money so it's just uh, yeah, people like me. Dodge <laughs> had its run, but yeah, I put like I think two thousand bucks or something. With uh, oh, that's a good amount, dude. Back then, yeah, it's a, a good amount. But then I made like uh, three thousand five hundred or something out of it, and uh, I was like, oh, this is too crazy. I'm getting out. And then, uh, and then yeah, it went up to like crazy. Yeah, it went. Crazy it shot up. It went from like couple of cents to like 
ஒருத்தன் <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it I... went down for a bit and they made they made some money before uh, I think somewhere around uh, mid 2020 to 2021 they got at least 2.3 million dollars okay this dude beat the coinbase pm he, game, beat, he beat the coinbase yeah. guy he beat Damn. the coinbase guy Damn. I mean the the Gandhi statue dudes like they I think they are third place right now cuz they make the money out of it and they got caught dude Gandhi upstairs I mean looking looking down is like after everything I've done for the country <laughs> It's like after everything these two can't even give the guy who oh throw my, my statue down to earth Gandhi rolling in this grave or cremation ground over yeah see but yeah dude so i looking at the time 2020 right so it's peak covid everyone's already paranoid they stuck at home isolated and then this guy and his and his team of people they they uh, cashed in on that and they got like almost 2.3 million bucks out of them before they were caught and now i think they are in prison from not wrong okay. that's crazy man oh dude look at this. the penalty for this uh, the maximum penalty for wire fraud is 20 years in prison i mean think about it if he has an h1b yeah, i was just going to say that. Years, he comes out with a green card <laughs> i was just going to say that i was like him coming out and me getting my green card if i apply now is pretty much the same time for <laughs> maybe he had like you know a double agenda motive around it and i think like I mean I have to respect the entity like it, that's a genius stroke man he won't be deported now for like 20 years right he'll be like uh, don't don't withdraw my h1b profile yet you know let it be there it doesn't say what visa is on they're calling him an indian national so i'm guessing he must be on one of those uh, ஒருத்தாங்க <laughs> her son is in the hospital okay. and uh, and needs immediate money to be like treated and stuff luckily oh she didn't God. fall for it and she called uh, she called him and his sister and then sorted but it's 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 Crazy. happening yeah it's my sad not, when you're that old right you're not going to think so much you just instinctively exactly. panic yeah exactly and like relative of mine and, and uncle who's who's pretty old as well he was he was telling the same thing so he and his wife they live by themselves and they always leave their landlines uh, voicemail on they never answer the phone oh shit they let and the the idea being is that whoever is important enough they will leave a voicemail which they can figure out if it's actually real or not wow, wow. it's crazy right like you have to like come to this point that 
And the the crazy thing is, this all started because of Narayana Murthy. Oh, shit. Yeah, because he started Infosys and all this call center shit. All that HCL pieces. My God, poor guy. Those guys. Those Let's guys just play Rishi Sunak while we're at it. <laughs> Dude, it happened to, forget old people, man. It happened to a friend in, uh, when I was in uni, okay? They call them saying, this is FBI. You're being tracked for something like this. And they made her transfer like some $2,500. And she was a student at that time. She had oh to borrow my. money to pay it off. God. But, the, but the, like, the icing on the cake is my roommate. Okay, okay got okay. this call. He was, okay. okay, it was from some uh, call center and like, I think it was Pakistan. That was, that's what he told okay. me. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so this guy, he's like, hey, chute. And he started, <laughs> and he started after listening to this whole thing and he started, <laughs> and he started, dude, the other guy, he dropped character. He started cussing back. <laughs> hey, Ben, what you? <laughs> That's, so if you're suspicious, the litmus <laughs> test is say bancho to chute or something like that. No Indian on the other end, or forget, no, no one from that region, India, Pakistan, anywhere, they can stay quietly in character without responding back. And he so put on speaker, dude, it went on for like 20 minutes, he's just cussing back and forth. God, we should, we should teach Americans chute. <laughs> Especially all Americans, just tell, like, it's like a secret code word. If somebody tells you, just say, hey, chute. And when he starts responding back, it's like, oh, sorry, sorry, bro. Oh, oh shit. Dude, this is on, on this, is one of these reels in TikTok or Facebook or something, on Instagram, okay? Okay. There's a guy in Canada is going, I think it's in Canada, going around asking, say one thing in your language, but don't okay. tell me what's the meaning. Okay. So this guy is like, you are a chutia, and he just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> this, this other dude is like, chutia, nice, nice, nice. I wonder what that means. I'll find out in the comments. Well, he's totally defined himself there. <laughs> <laughs> One Indian guy, they're not bat an eyelid. Oh. They're not bat an eyelid. Just said it with a big grin on his face, said bye, and he left. That's actually a lot of conversation. We we ended up talking a lot more than we should have, and we probably need to split this into two episodes. Crazy, dude. When I was writing around the points, I was like, oh, will we have enough to do at least one episode? Exactly, right? Uh, I mean, that's a, beside the fact that we just love talking about each other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> half the conversation is probably that. And yeah, if, if uh, any of the two or three subscribers who are listening right now, if we'd love your feedback, uh, please tell us to shut up about ourselves and actually get something useful. We will absolutely take that into consideration. The first iteration of this episode, in fact, had a lot of laughter and a lot more cuss words, but uh, our uh, better halves gave us pretty good feedback about the fact that please cut it down because you are being like a bunch of 15-year-olds. And so we, we are trying to be a little bit more professional about it. Hopefully in the next few episodes, you would see the difference. If not, please uh, please do let us know. Right. Uh, also want to give my brother a shout out. Uh, Rajiv, he uh, did a great job creating the uh, intro and the exit music. Yep. So uh, super talented dude. Thanks, thanks for creating this for us. And uh, we're going to make sure that uh, now that we know, we're going to make sure that uh, we call upon your talents a lot more. <laughs> yep. uh, and uh, and it's gonna, we're going to assume we're going to get it for free. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, jokes, uh, jokes, jokes apart, like Rajiv is like super talented. Like Rahul got in touch with him and literally a day later, he's gotten this out for us, which is pretty phenomenal. Like uh, it's uh, super right. awesome. And uh, um, another thing... Uh, the whole intent behind this, like I said at the start, was to to, to try to try do some good and uh, give you guys a laugh and see if, see if you can uh, learn something along the way. But uh, my biggest request is uh, don't get offended if by anything that you've said. It's 
just take it take it take it in a lighter vein laugh if you can if you don't let us know if you've got offended about something but that was not our intention and uh, i really hope none of this uh, rubs you the wrong way yep yep and uh, once again uh, we'd love your feedback please do like share subscribe our podcast on all all the platforms that that you typically find podcasts on that's you know google podcasts apple podcast spotify stitcher overcast wherever and uh, hoping to see more of you listen to us and and get back to us all right that's it right i think i think yep, i'll play yep. the music See you now in the next episode guys thanks for tuning in all right it's time to play the end music now <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs>